Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guess E. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I love it. Hello, everybody. Jonah Hart, no make wrong, one day at a time. Nikki here with you, and I've got guest E, who has recently participated in the 90 days to the heart of the matter. So I'm biting at the bit to talk to guest E because she's got a lot to share. Guest E, for everyone out there, what would I like you to share? Just how did you come to Joan of Heart? Let's start with that. Well, I came to Jonah Hart through meeting you through Amplify Speaking Circles. And it was interesting because I asked you if you wanted to, if we could connect after our Amplify to talk more deeply about how I could develop in other ways, like spiritually and different things, whatever that would be. I just knew there was a connection with us that I wanted to explore more deeply get to know myself more deeply. Mm. So, and so we did, we connected after that. And that's when I heard about Joan of Heart, not even knowing what your program was yet, but then finding out really what it is, is uh, living a life through love, um, separating, like living in the present and separating myself from my ego from that place that always made me kind of wrong, you know, like there was such polarity Mm -hmm. uh, with so many things. Like I was great at beating myself up (laughs) and being hard on myself for things instead of just being part of the journey. And instead of loving myself and having faith, like I was always trying to control things. I was trying to control things more even when I thought I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty par for the course, though. When you say for human being. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you got some pretty good stuff out of this. And yes, it's a different kind of conversation. It's a little bit like Eckhart says, it's in the unknown. And therefore, language is... It kind of feels like it's not sufficient in a way to express it. Yeah, because then we start thinking more where we want to be um, feeling and being in the present more and not analyzing what we're thinking. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like that's where you ultimately ended up not analyzing and whatnot is correct. Yeah, just going with the flow and just taking the next appropriate action instead of beating myself up of why I didn't do this or that or um, what could have I done better. And that really was coming from the place of ego. Would you make that wrong now? With what you know now, what would you say about that now? Well... I'm, I would just say it's a harder way to do things. It's a, not a peaceful way to do things. And so now just taking things from, just taking the next appropriate action 
and trusting that this is the path I'm supposed to be on. There isn't, the grass isn't greener on the other side. I can just be on this path of being in the present. That is the greener grass, you know, (laughs) Yes, you know, instead of always feeling like I should be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. How many people in the world out there do you, I wonder, feel that way? What do you think? I think a lot. Like we always, we're a lot of times we're worried we're missing out on something. Could have been, should have been this or that. When if we just be ourselves and take the next step. Yeah. So many people talk about being ourselves, correct? Yeah. Like, you know, just genuinely, yeah, being. And, and then there's that next question, that what if that comes up, but how do you do that, right? How do you do yeah. that? Would you say that Joan of Heart allowed you to access that for yourself, that authentic self that people speak of, that beingness that people speak of? It did, because when I started this program and I came, we had our our one group where we came together, I thought, well, when does it start? <laughs> this stuff let's get past this stuff we're talking about, like when does it start um where where do i write where do i where's my checklist of things i need to do i want to get this done and move on to the next thing <laughs> and that's not how it works it's about being in the present it's it's about being ourselves and coming from a place of love coming from our authentic true selves when I realized that, it took a couple of weeks. Um, once I realized that, I slowed down a lot, I think. And So when you say you slowed down a lot, because I don't want anyone to um, hear that as you stop or don't do anything. You, you were still productive, correct? Yeah, like it was my thinking. Gotcha. Instead of kind of being a hopscotch, like I'm here, I'm there, I'm there, I'm here. It was more from a calm and steady place. Mm-hmm. That's securely found, right? Yeah. A more peaceful place. Tell me more about that. When did you recognize that that was the space that you now reside in? Because if you're in a peaceful space, then that means you're in a peaceful space, correct? Yeah. So, hmm, when did I realize that? That's interesting. Because we were doing this since the beginning of March, I think, April, May. I think my true peace, I would say like there was different phases of peacefulness in it, but I think my true peace came this month Mm. because honestly, it was like there was a few big things that happened that were really made me realize that I'm um, functioning from a different paradigm now. Keep talking, girl. Yeah. So now it's something happens and I take the next appropriate action instead of like panicking and, or if I get into a place like where I maybe start feeling like something big happens, right. And triggers you. Mm -hmm. 
where I was starting to feel like that was happening, I removed myself from the situation that was causing me stress. And I just went and sat on my deck and breathed through it. And I was like, okay, let's get realistic here. I'm not sick. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm nothing has actually changed in this moment. So <laughs> relax, you know, that was like kind of, then I just went and wanted to laugh at the situation that was trying to, that grasp a hold of you. From yeah. That was trying to grab at me. And I just went, yeah, it's okay. Love has got my back. And then what showed up girl? <laughs> then everything was coasting along and there was something else that was big to me that I was near and dear to my heart that I thought I'd really enjoy and it did not come to fruition the way I thought it would and I was like um it was funny because a couple of people reached out and said oh how are you doing and oh gee you know I said oh I'm good I'm fine actually I said really I know that that love has my back and that if it's not meant for me then there's something else that's meant for me mm. and that when you put good out there good always comes back and it will come back some way with something else like or whatever i'll just take the next appropriate action again and um yeah then and even earlier before this call something else came back that was from months ago i planted a seed on you know, it just. So, wow. And it all falls in line with what you've been experiencing. Yeah. You probably hit a wall, like you said, and then you self-corrected integrity. You did a check-in, look, you hey, everything cool. And then you kept putting one foot in front of the other. And then the money started coming in, right? So you had put something out to sell something right yeah i put that out and i was like well i need to check with the biggest fish if they're going to be in if they're going to distribute it because if they're not then it's going to be a little harder it's going to change how i you know i'll take the next appropriate action of how i want to market it differently mm -hmm. and then they got back to me and so they said oh yeah we're on board and i'm like right on so now that's happening some other little project I the guy was looking for somebody to do and I was like well I can't do that I don't know how to do, do that and then I thought you know what why can't I do that and so I said to him and because I have such a belief in what this project that he's taken on and he's one guy in this town where he doesn't know all the connections of people to get this project off the ground mm -hmm. and I do right uh -huh. well why can't I do it I can the part I don't know I'll figure it out uh -huh. and so I sent him a message I said did you find somebody to do that yet and he said no I said well I'll take it I'm for hire if you would like and and he said you're hired oh man we need more people like you and, and your family in our community <laughs> and I thought aw everyone's just trying to we're all just trying to get through life and why not make it better for each other? Mm -hmm. You know? So, in other words, love is providing. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, love is definitely, and I feel like I think back to, you know what, even six months ago, I might have been panicky at this stage, like, because I was, I'd kind of put my eggs in one basket with something. Can you hear me still? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, my my computer went to sleep for a second. So then when the one thing didn't come to fruition this month, I normally would have been kind of panicking about it uh-huh. on the finance end of things, but I wasn't because I know love has my back. Like it's just a peaceful life now. There's nothing to get excited about because I'm putting good intentions out in the world. I'm doing good things for the world. I'm living from a life from the heart, not from my ego. Taking the next appropriate action and letting love do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Yeah. And one of the other things I noticed too, because that ego tries to rear up like all the time, it's going to be an ongoing work. Of It'll be different. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, but at least now I'm aware. Yes. Um, like I had somebody ask me, there's another thing I want to pursue, but I'm not in a rush to pursue it. And I had, um, like, I know it will come when it's supposed to, I'm not going to force it to come. Uh-huh. And so the person said, well, you could buy this date and da, 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 because we know how good you're going to be at it and da, 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 da. And I thought, okay, the ego could have said, oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and instead I identified that that's what was happening. And I could have made a decision that wasn't in my best interest because I wanted to appease my ego. I could have done that. Mm, mm, mm. and all of this stuff guys it happens in the second it's in the natural course of the day nothing out of the ordinary same uh conversations that have been going on except without the chatter and now you can hear the conversation clearly and distinctly with nothing in the way and then you just kind of check it out where am i with this thing here yuck or yum right move on from there is that kind of how it goes yeah definitely in that instant i was like okay yuck no this doesn't suit my core my authentic self and what my heart's desire is Mm -hmm. i have to do things at the right time for me Mm -hmm. yeah not making it wrong though because yeah, just being aware. What has no make wrong done for you? No make wrong has been huge for me because I was always making myself wrong before. Like I was the queen of beating up myself. Mm. Could have done it better. Could have done it this way. Could have done it that way. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You know, you can do this. How come you haven't done that? I was so hard on myself. Um that nobody even needed to be hard on me i did enough for myself you know (laughs) that's the way it is for all of us that's we have that in common finally i was like okay well i didn't get that done this week it wasn't meant to be because guess what did happen these other things that i wasn't even expecting that are good things 
is just God had another plan the way things were going to roll out. Love had another idea how it was going to happen. And I'm still further ahead than I was before. So, <laughs> And not only that, you know that if it is definitely something that needs to get addressed, that you will come back around to it and address it in the appropriate time, correct? That's right. And I even just, I should even correct myself because I said, oh, I'm still further ahead than I was. It's not about being further ahead. It's just about, I finally realized it's about taking the next appropriate action for that moment, for what's happening and being at peace with it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I could be further ahead with a to-do list and not be living a peaceful life, which we only have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say? What's your peace level at right now? A hundred percent peace or zero for no peace? Or I would say, man, I'd say especially this week after a bunch of stuff I rolled through and like in general, I had a high level of peace, but I would say I'm 95 or well, I don't, I don't know. I might even be at a hundred percent peace. So I don't feel any polarity with anything. I don't Yum. can honestly say there's not, I have no relationship things out there that are bringing me dis-ease or anything like everything's at peace and everything's in harmony. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Now, yeah. go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I was just saying, yeah, like it, it just feels good. Mm. Yeah, that's piecing. That's indescribable. Yeah, and literally to be, you know, is something even like I think that when we're more peaceful is we actually hear and see things more vibrantly Mm -hmm. a couple of times this week i woke up and i had my window open and it sounded like the sherwood forest out there yes that's my experience too i feel like the birds are singing at me and eckhart speaks about that that everything loves to be appreciated. I'm finding myself with a sense of appreciation for the mm-hmm. sound of those birds. And it's natural. It's not forced. It's just there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, walking out in my yard and like, it's interesting how everything happens. You know, we're just letting it unfold. For example, normally I would have spent more money on my bedding out plants and all this. Mm. And I was like, I went through a little thing. I was like trying to make myself wrong. Well, you know, and I thought, no, it it doesn't matter because, you know, I got all these other things to be grateful for and looking at. Well, then somebody sends me a message. Hey, there's a lady downtown selling petunias for a dollar. Like, you know, (laughs) and it was so, it was so neat. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I will get more flowers than what I have then. So I went down there and I bought part of me. Isn't that incredible how you think something and it shows up? 
Are you noticing that? And look, I'm not saying this, guys, because I'm trying to teach you a secret, like the secret. No, that has nothing to do with this. The only thing this conversation has to do with is the heart space. Yeah. The, the kingdom within, whatever we want to call it, how whatever works for you, you use that. Yeah. It, it's just that inner life, which is primary. Secondary is the outer world. So all that's happened is you've made your inner world primary. You know, mm -hmm. you've and made you know, I went down like, and I just have to say how I paid it forward. Like, so I went down there and I got these flowers and I had a nice talk with the lady and I said, can I take a picture of the, you're going to be here for a while? Yeah. I said, do you have more, a lot more of these flowers to sell? She said, yes. And I said, if you're okay with that, I'll take a couple pictures and I'll put it on our Facebook bulletin board for the town. And so more people can come down and, you know, and buy flowers. And it's just like, I was sent that love. And now I sent that love to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's love's deal, really. When you get the ego out of the way, all that is is just our authentic self it's the innocent child we were born into this world it's yeah the, it's the innocent essence of who we were born into the world with we happen to be born into the world in the form of a baby so we call it child but that's not what was born into the world what was born into the world was essence the beingness the DNA of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, I don't know about you, for me, expressing love, being able to express it authentically, not afraid that you're going to hurt me, because even if I feel pain by something you said, I recognize it's my own stuff. Has nothing to do with you. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I walked through the eye of a needle so that I could experience that and understand and recognize that the people before me are not my enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody's going through their own thing. And, you know, I think a lot of times before I thought things were happening to me and they were just happening because they were happening everybody's you know <laughs> got their own things going on and and it has a ripple effect that was not necessarily intentionally meant for you <laughs> yeah. form of freedom but, touched on right there not taking things personal yeah that took you being willing to be willing to stop pointing your finger outside of yourself that's what you ultimately did correct yeah. What was that like? That's interesting to move through, right? That's the eye of the needle. It is interesting. And even some of the things that I was kind of frustrated maybe with before came because I just sent the, I think I, well, I don't know if I, I don't know exactly what I did, but it's like I stopped giving it my energy. You don't know how. All you know is flip the switch, it works. 
Yeah, and I just came from a place of peace and didn't bring an ego to it to keep that polarity going between me and it. Yes. And then it was like it came to a calm place and came back to a love place mm-hmm. or came to a love place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I apologize. I did. I cut you off. I was just going to say, because I just let it move through me. There was nothing. It didn't come up against a wall to bounce off of and to, to get a reaction from. Mm-hmm. And speaking of reactiveness, I was going to just ask you, what would you say your reactive level is right now at this point? What's your baseline there? I would say I'm only probably 5% reactive. Like, you know, and even earlier I caught myself. I was like, Oh, you know, like once this trailer's gone, this now I can get back to my. So what what was you saying? Do you remember? (laughs) Okay. So we were talking well, so we were really in the present moment. So let's just find a new present moment now, okay? Oh, oh, we were talking. I believe it was about uh, what it took for you to move. Oh, boy. That was a good one, too. Uh, you were going to share about moving through the eye of a needle. And what? Because we had been talking, well, okay, let's start again. Let's start again. Let's not try and go back. Now we're trying to live in the past. Okay, so, so my guest E, it sounds like you have just gotten a huge amount out of participating in the program because for me, anybody that gets some peace, I mean, 5% peace, I think, is better than no peace. And for you to have 95% peace, wow. So that doesn't mean that life doesn't show up for you. No, but it definitely means that I'm looking at it through a new lens, mm. through, a, through a, a new paradigm, from a p- new paradigm of being able to be more aware when something comes up for me. Or even if I actually react to something when I didn't mean to because it was, you know, maybe hit me like something big, you know. <laughs> oh, your reactiveness. That's right. You were just about to get to tell me your reactiveness. And you said it was a, just at about five right now. Yeah, I'm not very reactive or if I do react like oh yeah I was saying like oh man you know I want to get this house back to normal and I thought you know what who who cares you know (laughs) I live alone who cares like so what why was I reacting to that and creating a problem for myself when I didn't need to and you're still gonna get it done though right I'm still gonna get it done and within saying that the next second I felt differently about it where before I would have been oh I gotta get I would who knows how long I might have been in that space I know huh for another day so useless right so like it's like a waste of time it's like something else had a hold of me and now I don't have to deal with that now it's just simply the butt hurts the reactiveness that shows up or sometimes it's just a moment of sudden Ooh, where you got to breathe and you got a big, huge yuck. And have you experienced that where you just, you don't have a lot of mind chatter about it, 
but you have a whole body sensation of yuck. Yeah, I've had that a few times, and sometimes it's even um, one thing I guess I've realized is I don't have to have an opinion on everything. <laughs> yeah, because that's judgment. That's yeah. the mind, right? Where I'm just indifferent. I'm like, okay, that person's moving through that, and they're expressing their thing, and I'm like, I can be indifferent. I can just be a listener. I don't have to be Pavlov a polarity about it, like making it right or wrong, or I can just let that move through me. So yeah, it's it's much more peaceful than getting jacked up on somebody else's thing, you know? Yeah. And why want to? Why why let somebody else live rent free in my brain? All <laughs> yeah, right. So if somebody out there was listening to you share all this, what would you want, well, since they are, what would you want them to know about this process? What would you say is most important for them to exercise, so to speak? While I was uh, reacting to that and creating a problem for myself when I didn't need to. And you're still going to get it done though, right? I'm still going to get it done. And within saying that the next second, I felt differently about it where before I would have been, oh, I got to get, I would, who knows how long I might've been in that space. I know, huh? For another day. So useless, right? So like, it's like a waste of time. It's like something else had a hold of me and now I don't have to deal with that. Now it's just simply the butt hurts, the reactiveness that shows up, or sometimes it's just a moment of sudden, ooh, where you got to breathe and you got a big, huge yuck. And have you experienced that where you just, you don't have a lot of mind chatter about it, but you have a whole body sensation of yuck? Yeah, I've had that a few times, and sometimes it's even... Um, one thing I guess I've realized is I don't have to have an opinion on everything. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that's judgment. That's the mind, right? Where I'm just indifferent. I'm like, okay, that person's moving through that and they're expressing their thing. And I'm like, I can be indifferent. I can just be a listener. I don't have to be Pavlov a polarity about it. Like making it right or wrong or. I can just let that move through me. So yeah, it's it's much more peaceful than getting jacked up on somebody else's thing, you know? Yeah. Why want to? Why why let somebody else live rent free in my brain? (laughs) All right. So if somebody out there was listening to you share all this, what would you want? Well, since they are, what would you want them to know about? this process what would you say is most important for them to exercise so to speak while participating in the 90 is to just um you know just keep trying to be aware of yourself without making yourself wrong keep noticing then yeah keep noticing and um Everything's happening as it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't make yourself wrong because, you know, it doesn't serve you to do that. And it's 
how you can't like it's hard to live in a place of love if you're beating yourself up <laughs> you know like. yeah yeah because now I can clearly and you let me know if this is your experience if you don't mind but I can clearly see that when I'm making somebody wrong it's just the egoic identity yeah it's nothing else and because I've experienced my reactiveness and gone in there and experienced how reactive I am with no make wrong, I'm able to see that in others and I don't have to treat them badly now. Because every time I treated somebody badly when I was reactive, it was about my, my egoic identity and my conditioning and my wiring. And once I took that on, well, then now life is a lot more beautiful for many more people around me. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because stuff is just moving through us. And they're not being affected by our, you know, if we were going to react to it instead of let us move through it. Yeah. They're not being affected by our reaction, which may create another reaction within them to cause another reaction with you. Like, you actually stop that hell loop. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, my guestie. What's the last thing you want to share? What is there? Is there anything impressing upon you that you'd like to let people know or share with them? I think the biggest thing would be uh, there. You can live a life of peace. Mm. No matter who's around you, um, you know, and no matter what you're going through, there is a way to live a peaceful life and heal yourself from those um, things like owies, right? Yeah. From the owies, from the things you made you wrong about or things that happened to you. And yeah, you can heal from it and live a life of love. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's huge. (laughs) It is like, I remember buying all these books and I just wanted to fix myself, but I always came out on the other end with something still left to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have that experience in my life anymore. No. Oh, and I, before we go, I should share about how, like, cause I was, um, you know, I've been part of other programs and stuff for goal setting. And I'm like, well, how do I, you know, focus on my goals if I'm living in the present, you know, <laughs> I'm living the way I love. like how does this go together? Right. Uh-huh. And that finally came to me this month, which is month four of me participating. It finally hit me. Like I can still do the, that program, like I was and setting my goals and everything. But now I'm not doing it from a place of ego. I'm not making myself wrong when I don't do a certain thing or I'm not making, trying to do things from a place of ego. I can do it the best. I can do this. I can do that. I'm going to be superwoman. I'm going to get this done. You know, 
Now Pumping I go. <laughs> what's that? Pumping up your ego. Yeah, I had that sucker pumped up and you know, I may I probably made choices to do certain things that weren't even in my best interest because they were feeding my ego, not my heart's desire. Uh, and so now it's like okay I can continue doing some of the things I loved yes a lot of the things were from passion but now because of my level of awareness I I can recognize when the ego is getting in there and going uh, you know being stroked and uh, and it might get me off on a track that's not you know, what I actually want to do right now. Yeah, and that'll happen sometimes because yeah. especially in the beginning, you know, we fall back and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a no-make-wrong kind of deal. It's part of it. It's just part of it. You expect it. And when you expect it, you can just let it go when it happens. Mm-hmm. So that's beautiful, beautiful practice that you've just taken that on deeply. Yeah, and even something that I thought I wanted to do like another thing I was like, oh, well, I want to do that. Yeah, that, that sounds good. And I'll get this and that. And, da, da, da. and then I really thought about it. Well, does that align with what my passion is right now? No. And I've actually, instead of sticking to it, because I said I would do it, you know, like it wasn't a big thing, a big commitment. It was some little thing. And I was like, I just said, you know, actually that doesn't resonate with what i'm trying to accomplish for myself right now so i'll just have to put that on hold for now you know Mm -hmm. and just being honest about where i'm at yeah Um, and you didn't get any no none of us ever get the reaction the mind makes up about it no kidding it's like you know it wasn't life or death for them they're just like glad you're being honest yeah (laughs) Like, instead of putting yourself through hell of doing something because your ego thought you should do it. Yep. (laughs) Easy. God, I'm so glad to be out of that. I was talking about the other day, all the suffering that's inside of that. Just being in the head and conceptualizing it, being in the insanity in that hell loop. Yep. You're like, oh, I just, I have such peace. I don't have, I don't have much. I'm behind on my bills. I'm being responsible. Don't get me wrong. I'm responsible and I'm paying my bills. But my mind would say, you're falling behind. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not. I am. These things are working. It's happening. It's getting done. Next appropriate action. Being able to see that in the way that you just described, being able to recognize that egoic identity, that wiredness, it just keeps getting deeper and deeper because what you're doing is surrendering deeply. You're surrendering, for lack of a better word, more and more. Mm-hmm. So the more and more, every time we surrender like that by using the no make wrong, By recognizing that everyone functions at their own level and we allow people to be how they are. We're not having so much reaction anymore. We our reactiveness is low. Now we're just dealing with the butthurt, the pain body, the owies. And that's what's showing up for you now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
Just breathing through. Great. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Everybody, thank you for listening to the conversation. Thank you, Guest E, for just sharing with us and for letting those people out there know that they can find their own peace. Yeah, and thank you, Nikki, for all of your, for being on this journey of bringing love and peace to people's lives because we don't, like, it's it's a hard, well, I don't want to make it hard. <laughs> no, make wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a different. It's a different place to be, and but it's a very authentic and real place to be here. So thank you. No, God, you're welcome. Thank you for participating. Yeah, and for being my buddy and for, yeah, all of the above. It's Mm -hmm. hopefully someday, one day, I mean, wow, what would it be like if the norm was people really paying attention to how reactive they are and finding their kingdom within in so doing? Yeah. What a what a beautiful world. What a beautiful space. Cause it ain't easy to walk through the eye of a needle, mother lovers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. And Guesty will call you again somewhere along the line if that's okay with you. It is. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, bye.